Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things Bible. I am your host, Mitchell Heitkamp, and with me is my co-host and sister, Michelle Wehmeyer. Hello. If you haven't done so yet, then we ask that you follow us on your favorite podcast app and also leave a review so others can find us. And we also ask that you log on to, like, and follow our Facebook page, which is facebook.com Podcast. On top of that, we also now have a website. So if you want to go to our website, it is purefaithliving.com. There you will find some blog posts that I have one up now. I have more in the works. So you'll be able to find that kind of stuff there as well. Yeah, and so it's also, a work in progress. It is a work in progress. But we're getting there. And you also find all the podcasts through that site as well. So again, that is purefaithliving.com. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Again. Here we are. Exciting stuff. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Bright and early. I've had two cups of coffee. I have hot chocolate. Yeah, I know. I don't know how you drink hot chocolate in the morning. Mm. What mm. else are you supposed to drink it? I I just don't drink hot chocolate, I guess. Now, there is a mint hot chocolate that I do like, but that's more like a dessert. It's not because I need something hot to drink. I just like mint chocolate, so. But I drink coffee all day long. I have to. I'm old. Tired. As you get older, you do get more tired. You do. And, yeah, I'm living proof of that. I'm sorry. I'm biting my tongue over here. (laughs) Do you know when I'm really going to be tired? I'm going to be really tired today about 2.15. Probably. I'm going to be really tired. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got the boys all day today. I've got the boys this morning. This afternoon, we're going to the park, though. Well, I'm burning out a whole bunch of energy I always hate giving them a nap, knowing that you guys will be home around two. That way they go home and sleep for you, but we might just lay down and take a nap today. That's fine. <laughs> I don't really have an issue with that. Oh, I just, I, I'm picturing right now, Zeke's going to come in the house. He's going to open our refrigerator. He's going to ask where the apple juice is. He's going to grab his cheese stick. He's going to have a hard time opening the cheese stick. Like, I've got this, I, it's all going to happen. I know it's all going to happen. And then he's going to shove his brother down. (laughs) So did you get the video I sent you the other day? Oh, which video? It's about the... the Oh, about them sleeping in the same room. Yeah. I'm sure they're wrestling. They've been good. So one night this week, I don't remember what night it was. I needed something to do towards the evening. Because... You needed we, something to do towards we, the evening. We, we <laughs> you just have talked nothing about, else going on. We recently talked about some of the stuff that we're, I'm working on. I keep wanting to say we're working on. Well, I'm still giving you credit. The Thanks. stuff that we're working on. <laughs> you know, the new website, all this other stuff. I'm doing nothing. You're, Anyhow, keep going. You're the comic relief, remember? Right, right. Comic relief. But I don't work on that stuff until after the boys go to bed. Because I I do believe in family time. Oh, yes. So if the boys are up, I'm typically with the boys unless there's something very pressing I got to do. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do it. But 98% of the time, I'm with the boys. I'm That's my dad time. Yeah. So when I'm in dad time, I don't do anything on my computer. That, and then if I do get my computer out, all they're doing is coming over and beating on it, and right. I'm about to get a new laptop. It's just cheaper for me not to open my laptop. Right, right. So, 
Yeah, I was looking for something to do. And I think the, I forget, I'm trying to remember the series of events. But I know one night I put a child gate up at the top of our steps. Because mm-hmm. we do have a two-story house. At the top of the steps, I put a, a child gate. Because I've made a comment to Paige that, hey, it's time to kick Eli out of the living room. Because he slept in the living room. Up to the upstairs where Zeke is. And she's like, we can't put him up there to get the child gate that we mm-hmm. bought last year. So we get it installed. <laughs> so it's been up there for a year and I haven't installed it. So I finally got that installed. And then I just grabbed his bed because he's already in the transition bed. Mm-hmm. So we took his transition bed up there. And then I slept in the same room that night. Zeke was in his bed. Eli was in his bed. But if you guys remember many episodes ago where we talked about the mattress that was in the floor. How could anyone forget about you having a mattress laying in the middle of your living room? Yeah, it's still a great idea. (laughs) Uh, I think everybody should do it. No, I disagree. Well, Paige disagreed as well. And she made me take that mattress upstairs. So it's currently laying in the floor (laughs) in Zeke's room. Just, Just so you guys know, there are... Now, three beds. There are three beds in And one room. bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you've got <laughs> Zeke's bed. You've got Eli's bed. And then you've got the, oh, just in case they want to sleep together bed. Well, that's no longer the just in case they want to sleep together. That is now their bed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, that next night, yeah, we transferred his sheets over. So, now they're both sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> and so, for the last two nights, they shared a bed together. And it's... It's gone good. It's just they get up early and Zeke knows how to open up the child gate. Oh, which is kind no. of pointless. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the point of having a child gate we've, if he opens it? We've been working on teaching Zeke that it needs to stay shut when Eli is up there. Yeah, you need to have him pick up the monitor and say, Mom, Dad, we're awake. He does that no matter what. He doesn't <laughs> have to pick it up. He just yells. <laughs> But yet we can at least hear when the child gate's opening, so then mm. it's a dash out of bed to get over right. <laughs> Paige has to roll out of bed because she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. You're she's she's <laughs> there's no questioning the fact that Paige is pregnant. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. Oh, she's gonna be so mad at you. <laughs> Probably. Oh, so they've been they've been doing it because I just I foresee them wrestling, not sleeping, just. So it was. I don't know what they were doing mm-hmm. this morning, but I was a little late getting here to record this morning. Yes, you were because the boys woke up, and I was. Which I have to admit, it's great not having any kids downstairs, because like I said, Eli was. We only have one bedroom. On our main floor, mm-hmm. and that's the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Master bedroom, and, but we have a living room and a sitting room, mm-hmm. so we have an open floor plan for the most part. Well, Eli's bed was tucked up in the corner of the sitting room, mm-hmm. so he's downstairs. Well, it's so nice to be able to get up in the morning, and I have to be so quiet, and I can turn the lights on. <laughs> I had, Not bust your toe. <laughs> I made breakfast this morning. Normally, if I get up early to go somewhere, there's no breakfast. Yeah. I had breakfast this morning. And there's no tiptoeing for you. Like, 
There's well, no can tiptoe, but it just sounds like a a giant bear tiptoe. tiptoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. So you um, made breakfast, and then then I I watched I, part of a movie this oh, morning. Before my we gosh. Like and you were breakfast. late. This is my thing. Well, the reason I was late, though, <laughs> is because it was like quarter till. I was getting my stuff all ready to go. And Paige is like, the boys are awake. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then I'm listening. And I don't know what Zeke was doing, but they were they were both giggling like, <laughs> like little kids because they were little kids. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I got to hurry up and get out of here. So I was trying to hurry up and grab my stuff. And sure enough, I hear that top gate open up. I'm like, oh, man. Dang. So I go over there. And so then, yeah, I have to go up. I get Eli, carry Eli down. Zeke's complaining because he can't get the gate latched again. And Oh, my gosh. So everything. Just I got to go. Apart. I got to go. So I said it like 10 <laughs> times this morning. Dad's got to leave. Dad's got to leave. And it didn't matter. <laughs> so. Oh, they are my... um. My comedy. Yeah. Well, you're going you're gonna to have that comedy all day. Whew. At least it's going to be nice outside. That's the one good thing. Your boys like to be outside. They do so, like to be outside. Yeah. So I I do. I look forward to that. Well, that was an interesting tangent. Yeah. Nothing to do with marriage, but no. it was fun. Well, I'm sure I'm sure our listeners love to hear our stories. You could pull some marriage stuff out of there. Well, I guess you could. Yeah. That's how... Our married life is currently working. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos. Uh, like I said, um, my husband's out of town, so. You have it easy. And then, you know, Olivia wasn't home last night there at the campgrounds, and you got Daniel, who's doing his thing. He wasn't home last night. So it was just me and my computer and my book and the dog. Yeah. So it was kind of easy, but then I looked at our life 360 thing. Cause we share like a family one, not yeah. that we all just kind of, it's just there, I guess. And I kind of looked at it this morning and, you know, I see like Kendra's like driving a date and that, I don't know, like six o'clock this morning. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what the heck is she doing? Somebody's and I see, <laughs> and I see Mitchell is at home and which is fine because it wasn't supposed to be into town. And then I see, Michelle, home since one thirty-seven yesterday afternoon. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been sitting at my house since one thirty-seven <laughs> yesterday afternoon. I did not leave my house yesterday afternoon. I came home from work at one thirty-seven, and I did not leave my house. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's, that's craziness. So, but <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I sat in my happy I, chair. I don't see any issue with that. Oh, Right. I don't what? want anybody else to see that though, because that's that, they could call that laziness. Well, you can come help us out at our house if you want. <laughs> we got a lot of work to do in the garden. We got a I lot know. of work to do in the barn. And you were gone last weekend, and I drove by last weekend, and because I had to pick something up, oh, I had to pick up some tickets from Matt Kenner's house, and I drove by and. I saw Paige out in the garden, which I knew she was doing that that day. And I saw she had the boys out there, and I see Zeke, and he's got on a t-shirt, his underwear, and boots. I'm like. Sounds about right. Yep. That's, his, <laughs> that's his uniform of choice. <laughs> oh, challenge keeping pants on that boy. Yeah. All right. Are we talking Genesis? What are we talking? Are we are we talking about the Bible today? 
Can we talk about scripture? Yeah, might I as mean, well. We got, uh, actually. Unless we want to just keep talking about other stuff for an episode. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even know where we're at. We're probably close to halfway through recording this right. episode already. <laughs> 15 minutes. So. Yeah, we can get into some scriptures. <laughs> so, we've spent a few episodes now talking about the love languages mm-hmm. and the love tank and the dialects of love languages. Well, now let's get into the Bible. What does the Bible say about marriage? And there's a lot of scripture on marriage, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are just your your generic wedding scriptures. Yeah, I was going to say, you hear a lot of them at wedding yeah. um, ceremonies. A lot of different, I shouldn't say different, I think you hear like the same handful yeah. all the time at weddings. Um, we're not going to cover all of those because a lot of them are very similar. Mm-hmm. So, let's just go ahead and get into the first one. And the first one that I have listed is in Genesis, which is Genesis 2, 18 through 24. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I think a lot of people should know. Yes, this 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 is, this is where it started. Yeah, this I mean, is where it started. So, you actually, you should probably know this one. And, and once I start reading it, it will... Yeah, people will know. You You will know it. So, I'm going to be reading the NIV version. And like I said, this is Genesis 2, 18 through 24. Mm-hmm. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now, the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Mm -hmm. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. So this is the traditional story. Yes. Of where woman was created for man. Mm-hmm. This is a common wedding scripture. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a go-to. But the thing is, this was also a go-to in the New Testament. So... Other references of this is in Matthew nineteen four through six, in Mark ten six through nine, and there's other ones throughout the New Testament. But these two are in the Gospel, where Jesus himself echoed the same statement that woman man, was created for a man. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and man will leave his mother and father mm-hmm. and become one with his wife, and the two will become one flesh. That's echoed in both of those. Verses as well. Okay. So Jesus himself is echoing back to this verse. That created in Genesis at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So in a lot of wedding ceremonies, they'll use one of these, either this verse, the Genesis 2. Yeah. I've read in a couple of weddings and I think this is, this is the most common that I've had to read. Yes. This version. So. And it's either going to be the one from Genesis or Matthew or Mark. Mm -hmm. It's, It's going to be one of those that they will read in a wedding scripture. So, I'm not really going to dissect it that much. No, nope, because everybody much, hears it and yeah. everybody knows it. And it is. I mean, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yes, when, when you are married, you become one. Right. Right. In, in everything that you do. So I got some good ones coming up that will really highlight this. So the next scripture that I want to talk about, this one I have a lot to say about. This oh. one I am going to dissect. <laughs> like verse by verse. Which one is it? Nah, I should say verse by verse. There'll be a few verses will be put together. But this one is Ephesians 5, 21 through 33. Okay. Some of you may know this one. Some of you may not. But as soon as I start reading it, you will probably recognize it. Because <laughs> there's a lot of controversy that hovers around this scripture. So I'm going to go ahead and read this. Okay. And I'm going to read it in its entirety first, and then we'll come back and take another look at it. So starting in verse 21. So it says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as the Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. So you may understand why there's a lot of controversy uh, yeah. around this <laughs> scripture. Talking about wives submit to your husbands. But a lot of people just read this on the surface and don't realize what it actually means. Right. Right. So that's why I really want to tackle this. Because I do think this is like the best representation of what marriage is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people get caught up on some of the words that are used. Right. <laughs> and forget to look deeper into it. So that is what we are going to attempt to do here today. Although I really don't think we're going to get through all of it today. Okay. But we'll get started. Okay. And then we'll finish it up in either our next episode or the episode after that. Or who knows about us? Who knows? It's hard to say. Right. <laughs> so we're going to break this up into separate categories. There's two separate categories here. And... The first one is going to be about the woman who submits to her husband. And then the second part will be about the husband's rule. So it's it's breaking down the separate rules between the wives and the husbands. Okay. And the first thing we should notice is that in verse 21, the very first verse mm-hmm. of this section, it says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For some reason, people just completely overlook that and go straight to the next one where it's talking about women, women submit to your husbands or right. wives submit to your husbands. 
the very first line of that is each should submit to the other right. out of reverence for Christ. Well, what is reverence? Cause that's for a lot of people, that's just a big word. What does, <laughs> what does reverence mean here? Like, well, reverence is defined as a deep respect. So you should submit to your partner out of the deep respect that you have for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I could be any more plain right. than that. Right. And when you, when you read it that way, I think it takes a whole different look at it. Yes. Like you said, some people get caught up on words instead of meanings. Yes. Th- this isn't saying that wives submit to your husbands because they are more superior than right. you. Right. Not because they, whatever word you want to put in there. Mm-hmm. No, it, you're, you're submitting because of the deep respect that you have for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as we get into this, you'll start to see that this is all one giant metaphor. And so before we get into that, let's, let's continue you have a tendency to look of at this. jumping ahead. I Keep going. Stop. Ahead. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like we said, this verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So out of deep respect for Christ, but don't overlook that you're submitting to one another. How can one be superior over the other if each is submitting to the other? Right. So there's equal yep. submission mm-hmm. from both partners, and you're doing it out of respect Deep for res- Christ. respect for Christ. So mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that sets the tone for this entire thing. Right. And You have to understand that before you can even move forward. Yes. If you go in the, into the, the, the scripture that you read, not seeing that, then... It's a whole different light. It's a whole different light that you see. So, yes. yes. So, know keep that. that in mind. Yes. Keep that in the back of your mind yes. that you're submitting to another. So, there's no superiority. Right. There's no. <laughs> we understand the okay. world we live in. Um, you know, like you said, take this back to, to the beginning here, not to today's society. So, the next little segment that we want to, or I want to cover is verses 22 through 24. And this is about where the wives submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. And this is where people get hung up because, again, they skip over verse 21. They look at this whole submit and they're like, no, that's not <laughs> what we're doing. But they don't understand. It's not what is It's meant. not what it says. Right. So this is where this metaphorical aspect of it comes in. So from this point forward. For the rest of this. So, yeah, 21 is kind of setting the tone. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look at me. This is, we're not putting anybody over anybody else here. But this is all a metaphor. And from this point on, they're going to talk about the metaphor. And this metaphor is the fact that the husbands in this metaphor are to act like Christ. Which is a huge role. That's a huge role. Mm-hmm. And then the wives are acting as the body of Christ. Right. So it's this metaphor comparing Christ and his church to marriage. Mm -hmm. But you hear that all the time. Who is Christ? Christ is the bridegroom and the church is his bride. Mm -hmm. You hear that metaphor all the time. All the time. And that's what this metaphor is. Mm -hmm. So this is highlighting that metaphor. And so we're going to go on and he's going to really focus in and highlight each aspect in each role of the marriage, both in this metaphorical 
plus in the relationship of a husband and wife. Mm -hmm. So again, that's something that people just don't look into this and they just see what's on the surface. Right. Right. They get all up in arms and so. I mean, and I think that this too, I mean, you look at it and it, if you understand the first, the first part of the passage, you can go through all of this and be like, what a respect that it has for each one of us as a husband and a wife, a husband to be honored, to be at that level as a, as Christ in this metaphor and for a wife to be like the church. I just think that if you can, if you can see past the word submit, I think that, that this is a whole different, a whole different view on, on this passage. And we're out of time. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a great, spot to stop because I want everybody to meditate on what we've covered here so far in this Ephesians about what verse 21 means Mm -hmm. and, and about this whole metaphor of what this whole section is about. So really look into this, read this, focus in on those two things, verse 21, how each is submitting to the other and deep respect out of deep respect for the Lord. Yeah. Then also that this is a metaphor comparing a husband and a wife to Christ and the church body. Right. And if you focus into all of that and you, you take your deep dive into this part, then when we come back next time and come right back into it, we'll all be able to look at it with a whole different light. I really yes. do. Yeah. And that's what I hope for. Yes. So. We thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to send us a friendly hello, then you can email us at purefaithpodcast at gmail.com, which that may be changing here shortly, too. <laughs> right. Because as a reminder, if you do want to look into our website, it right. is purefaithliving.com. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, we're going to be getting a new email address with that as... We're at that web address. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked into that yet. It's still on my to-do list. (laughs) So just stay posted. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you informed. But uh, so, yes, if you want to send us a comment, you can also go to purefaithliving.com. And under the contact page, you can send us a note, a link, uh, whatever you want to send us. Whatever you want to send us. Uh, Also keep in mind that we will have links in the episode details for the five love languages. Yes. Yes. So if you are interested in in ordering that book and reading it yourself, Mm -hmm. like Michelle said, it's a quick and easy read. It is. I think it only costs like $8. Yeah. It's it's worth it. It is $8 for a happier marriage. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Money well spent. Yes, it is. But also share the show with others so we can all work together in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. We'll talk to you again next time. Enjoy your day, everyone.